What's up, you guys? Your boy, Big Al, man. Big Perps and Gold here, you guys. About to get this nice joint lit of some OZ Kush over from Dr. Green Thumb and the Wonder Heart Farms and the nice label they got going. Shout out to Canna Harbor. What's up, man? So let's break down this, this Clipper game to you guys, man. It's pretty crazy. Unfortunately, we lost our first debut game of the season, but personally, I didn't think it was a big deal. Puffing on the joint, making sure it has to stay lit, you know what I'm saying? But as I was saying, personally, I didn't think it was that much of a big deal. Why? We have to figure out what we were doing, what was going to happen as far as our rotation, what we are going to do. The Clippers also aren't who they want to be at the moment, just like we aren't who we want to be at the moment. We still got to figure ourselves out. It's a new coaching system. Kyle Kuzma's not out there. You know, we had a couple injuries as well. There's a couple people who aren't playing. Ask Caruso didn't play the first game. Costa Satukana Tempo still doesn't know his way in the offense, you know. So we still have to figure out what's going on and what's going to be our steps moving forward with what we do in our offense. So that first game against the Clippers wasn't too big of a loss for me. It was a staple win. That was the one thing about it. It was a staple win. But we didn't get it. Not too big of a deal, honestly. Um, There's a couple standout things that I noticed, honestly, when it came to this. Danny Green, obviously, was out of this world. He was out of this world. I couldn't believe what I was watching. From the three-point line, he straight up with seven for nine. He was killing it. He had five of those in the three-pointer. He was the leading scorer for the Lakers, which is not going to happen often at all. But the way he's been gunning lately, even with the Utah's Jazz game, this is going to be really exciting to see. It's definitely something LeBron has gone into him as far as intuitively and telling him, you know, shoot the lights out, man. Take the shot. He's a lot more confident, too. I haven't never seen him be this confident the amount of pump fakes and still, you know, takes him. He catches people slipping left and right. It's dope, man. I'm a big fan of it. Um, honestly, he, he's, he's doing a great job of being comfortable in this offense and uh this fucking joint keeps going out because i'm fucking running lip but that's what we're gonna do on here person gold um also man he, he he him and lebron had a nice little thing going a couple of his assists from lebron went to danny green and anthony davis was given the green light to shoot the lights out. There's a nice couple post moves that he put on Montrezl that were hella nice, and Patrick Patterson. So something that we do have over the Clippers is power and height. I feel like personally we did a good job of getting in the paint and doing our, our due diligence of getting into their head and pulling things off like that. Um, something that I definitely was not a fan of, though, was our kind of turnovers man there's a, a good amount of turnovers that i wasn't a fan of, of kind of lebron kind of being a little bit careless with the ball but like i said it was the beginning of the season it's his first time really running point guard where it's the offense is built around him running point guard you know so it's definitely going to be something interesting to see moving forward what it is that's going to happen with as far as LeBron only running the point because we see Quinn Cook do it as well, but he's slightly hesitant, but he's going to develop as well. And we're going to see what happens with him moving forward as well. But it's going to be really different. It's going to be something uh, really cool to see as far as LeBron pushing the ball around and, and, and seeing what he does with that. Avery Bradley, I feel like he's doing a really good job as well. He hasn't been part of an offense in a while where he's a key point. And I feel like he's really, you know, you see him hustling out there and trying to do everything he can. The talk of the talent, though, unfortunately, man. 
and I knew this was going to happen, and it's going to start getting brought up, obviously, what age, who's his agent, and uh, why he is on the Lakers, and why we keep paying him what we do keep paying him, and that's um, the 27-minute no-show-up of uh, KCP, man. The dude had three rebounds, three assists, no steals, no blocks, turnover. He has uh, third most minutes, fourth most minutes in the roster. He had more minutes than uh, Avery Bradley. And uh, he just did not show up, dude. He went 0 for 3. He was extremely hesitant. Uh, Dwight Howard was really impressive, not to get back on that, not to get too negative, obviously. But KCP, you got to show up, bro. You're getting paid for it. You know what I'm saying? This first Clipper game was definitely a place that you could have shown up and let the Lakers know what's up and why you make the big bucks. And you didn't show up, bro. Not to hate, but fuck. Also, um, shout out to Jared Dudley, bro. Stepped into the game, knocked out two real quick. He, you know, he he obviously gets beat on uh, on offense line. Doesn't have the same footwork that he used to have but yeah he's killing it man shout out to jared dudley he's doing a lot better than i thought he would i'm a big big i was a big dwight howard hater but he's putting in work man i see the hustle he's doing good things on defense he's impressive um he's doing a lot better than i thought he would quinn cook he just got to develop a little bit better he's never been a key part of offense never lost been the number one point guard when lebron's not in He's got a lot more minutes as a as as a focal point of the offense as opposed to a reserve when he did the Warriors where it was kind of just you know within the Steve Kerr offense of run and gun go around the picks and kind of get your own shot as far as the rotation of the basketball. Um, now let's talk about pretty much the game two against the Jazz on a brighter note, which was a win, um, which is awesome as well. I'm huge huge fan of the ways we played against Jazz. We definitely killed him in the paint, and that's definitely a team that the NBA has to watch out for as far as interior defense with Rudy Gobert down there. Let's not forget Rudy Gobert against uh, did against USA. It was only FIBA championship. It wasn't Olympics, but Rudy Gobert killed USA on the interior. interior. He was swatting stuff, swatting shit. I could fucking cuss on here. Swan shit left and right. Um, it was definitely impressive to see what was going on over there uh, with LeBron and AD. They're just in the paint, in the grit. AD didn't get too many points up, but you see him trying, man. He's, he's hustling five blocks, which is insane. Offensively, he didn't do too much. He got to the free throw line, which is always good. And AD will always do because of the way he plays, the way he shakes people in the paint. Sometimes you just can't stop him. You got to fucking foul him. But, I mean, the transition, though, was insane for the Jazz. I was extremely impressed with the way we were running in transition and how things were going down. We'll talk about this OZK real quick. I've just ranted on this basketball ramp. But let's get to the Kush, dude. Let's talk about Le Kush. So, I'm smoking some of this Wonder Brett. Um, it's pretty much the, the, the farms. And it's OZ Kush by Dr. Green Thumb. It's amazing. It's, it's it's at 23% indica joint man myself. Um, I'm a classic dude. I, I, I personally, I'm all about the vibes. But when I don't have the vibes, I do smoke zigzags. I'm not a blunt dude, man. I'll smoke a blunt every now and then. I'll smoke them by the coast when I'm by the water. Just because they do tend to last a little longer. They just don't go out. You know, you can kind of push them through a little bit better. Um, but the thing with the joints is that they do fucking go out if you don't keep puffing on them. 
That is the thing. It could be just zigzags. I know Burner talks about his vibes not doing that. Um, but shout out to Burner's vibes. Those are really good. They're just like not necessarily the easiest to get. Um, shout out to Canna Harbor who carries them as well. That's kind of been my weed shop lately. Um, ever since you know, the trap game and stuff like that, kind of the black market shops are all kind of disappearing. Um, that's where I've been going. So uh, I was there. I was at Con and Harbor, Cannon Harbor, and uh, there was actually a Wonder Brett rep when I went the last time in there. So <clears throat> that, shout out to this chick. I forgot her name. She was really cool. She gave me this, like, gold, like, keychain. I mean, uh, yeah, gold key. It was a gold necklace. But it fucking had a, a lighter holder. It was a lighter holder at the same time. Man, I've been fucking working so much. I f it's almost like I forget to cuss sometimes. I'm just like back in the mood of fucking being at home. Fuck. Fucking been working my ass off with it. You guys are pretty nuts. Wait, back to the weed. So, I'm, I'm there, whatever, this chick. She's like, yeah, if you... If you buy an eighth right now, you get all this. You can pick out all this cool shit. She gave me like a tote bag with the fucking gold fucking lighter holder shit. She looks all gangster, and uh, some fucking Snickers and coasters and shit. Which coasters are prime at my house, by the way. I'm a big fucking coaster guy. Um, and uh, also, if you buy an eighth, you get a free joint, which is also a Wonder Bread joint. And those joints go for like twenty bucks. So you're getting like a fucking, dude, it's like getting like a fucking $80 deal, you know, and I got some great weed at the same time, so I had to go with that. So shout out to Wonder Brett and the Dr. Green Thim collab. Now, this weed's great, by the way. I rolled up, I put about a, it's about 1.3, 1.2 of that joint, of that weed into a joint. In joint form, that's a pretty fucking fat fucking joint. I smoke a shit ton of weed, you guys, especially. I'm always going to talk about weed on fucking Purpose and Gold. Whether it's fucking interviews or Laker coverage or not, dog. Always smoking dope. Smoking dope. Smoking dope. All right. So... Back to my amazing rant, my my not amazing rant, but I'm excited to talk about that Laker Jazz game because it's our first W of the season. You know what I'm saying? We were one and one. You know what I'm saying? It was a blow at one point. We kind of gave them some garbage points at the end. Kind of weird though. We shot under under forty percent. We still lost. It's a little bit weird. Uh, and we still won, but it's not too often that happens. But that's the one thing, man. Danny Green's taking some shots out there. He only went for nine points, but he still went for five three-pointers, which is really impressive and cost us still no minutes. You know, we're still trying to figure out who he is. And uh, Zach Norrell ended up getting some some num some uh, minutes in there, uh, some garbage time. So Dwight Howard. Let's talk about Dwight. So defensively, he was on top of Rudy Gobert. So is JaVel McGee. It was pretty cool to see how much power we kind of made up with by by getting Dwight Howard and losing Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins would have provided a lot more, but it's kind of cool that the Lakers did a good job. I'm not going to necessarily dap... Um, I'm 
this weirdo fuck. Uh, Rob Palenka. I'm not going to necessarily dap him, but he it did a pretty good job as far as picking that up. That was pretty impressive. Uh, I like the combo of Javon McGee and Dwight Howard at the post, and then we got Anthony Davis. We got a long stretch, man. We're definitely one of the biggest teams in the NBA. It cost us ends up getting in there, getting some points. It's going to be really cool to watch as well. Troy Daniels put up good points, a lot of confidence, dude. He actually fucking hit, went four for eight from the three-point line. He ended up hitting uh, three three-pointers back-to-back that were, like, really clutch and, like, really nice. Um, I, was, I was pretty impressed with that as well. Um... He's someone who a lot of people don't know about the NBA. He was over in Arizona last year, and he just, you know, the thing with Arizona is it D-Book. Dude, whatever he wants out there. And if you're not necessarily part of that little squad, Kelly Oubre, D-Book, and the other boys, you saw how easy Josh Jackson got pushed out of there. He's doing garbage time. Um... It, it, it's definitely cool that Troy Daniels is coming up out here and getting some... some shine time over in LA like I said every Bradley as well he took some pretty cool shots that were really impressive he went three for eight and some of the shots weren't the smallest but defensively he's really been getting in there really gritty he went for three steals another thing too the Danny Green other than he, if he doesn't provide points he provides defense he went for three steals as well the Lakers were really killing it they created a lot of turnovers against the Jazz Jazz ended up just blowing it all fucking game uh Donovan Mitchell is already notoriously known for doing this as well so it was really cool to see the Lakers really pick up on that and really get the job done as far as picking, uh, pickpocketing them. We also went for, so we got 14 steals that day and nine blocks. So talk about impressive, dude. That's about 24, 20, uh, about 25 turnovers there. Um, straight off the knot. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty fucking cool. Pretty fucking cool. Um, so yeah, that's probably, that's definitely what won us the game. Sparking this joint again. <sighs> definitely won us the game. Um, I'm definitely impressed. I'm moving forward. We'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen. The offense is really cool to see. <clears throat> as far as the confidence in our uh, in our bench players, kind of moving forward and what they're gonna be doing as far as really taking shots. Troy Daniels needs to be a lot more aggressive. Um, I'm really impressed with the way that they've been moving moving the ball around as well. Uh, they're definitely. You can see that they're a pass team first when anything there's not necessarily anyone holding on to the ball for a set amount of time and running isos um other than lebron james of course at the top but he is a point guard so that doesn't make uh doesn't really count so we'll be seeing moving forward um what lebron how much lebron is really going to facilitate um at the end of the day also yeah well yeah the lakers we didn't do too much points off turnovers we ended up getting 17 points off the turnovers but that made a difference uh utah jazz ended up getting more than us than us as far as that but i felt like we had a really good game overall just defensively we were anchored we really got shit done down there so uh our next matchup is i don't have that ready here um Talk about this fucking weed again. This fucking fire. I'm kind of high as fuck. Um, we're playing the Hornets next. Okay. 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 Uh, no offense to the Hornets, but that sounds like a W. Um, so yeah, I'll be seeing you guys on the next episode. Uh, it's your boy Big Al. Hopefully, this fucking Apple Podcast and Spotify shit breaks through. 
after that, we have Memphis. So we'll be covering the Charlotte and the Memphis game next. That sounds like two W's. So go Lakers, man. Go Lakers. It's your boy Big Al of Person Gold. Please subscribe, you guys. Subscribe.